Hey, travelers, Nitsan Mosri here, the traveling investor with another week of the traveling investor live show where it's streaming live on Facebook and YouTube. So go ahead, check us out. Um, it's been a great, phenomenal week. And as my name says, traveling investor, guess where I'm at? I'm traveling again. I'm in San Antonio, Texas. That's right. Did you know that San Antonio, Texas is one of the, um, the most, it, it's the largest ghost town or has the most ghosts in any city in the U.S.? I just found that little tidbit out today. It's fantastic. And I'm actually calling in and we're doing the show from one of my apartment complexes in San Antonio. So I'm in one of the units. I took a little quiet space, made it nice, and, and here we are. Right, so I'm living up to that name, the traveling investor. Now, do me a favor. Uh, you can find me on all social media platforms. That's YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok. Um, what's it called? Snapchat. All those, uh, all the media. So, if you do me a favor, go to YouTube now. If you're not there, check out the traveling investor channel. Hit the subscribe, like, share button, comment. Would love to get feedback from you guys. Uh, and, you know, the Traveling Investors Show, this is where we talk about how to master your mind, body, and wallet, right? It's a holistic show. We talk about everything. A lot of times we kind of segregate and separate the different parts of our lives, of, of us, of our bodies, right? Uh, a lot of times we focus just on making money, success, right? Going out there and just taking care of, and making a lot of money and building a financial empire. However, we sometimes neglect our physical bodies, our spiritual bodies, our families and friends, right? Or sometimes we focus just on family and friends and we neglect our finances and so forth. So this radio show I created so that we can be holistic, so we can talk about every aspect of life and our bodies and finances so that we can actually go out there and build the life of our dreams, right? I'm here to help people build their businesses around their lifestyles, right? Sometimes we have to work on our mindset. Sometimes we have to work on nutrition. Sometimes we got to work on setting goals, on doing all these things, right? But a lot of times we just focus on one area and we neglect all the others. So here every week, Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern on the Traveling Investor Show, my goal is to bring speakers and guests that can help in all aspects of our lives so that we can maintain that holistic approach and be holistically healthy in our mind, body, and wallet. And with that, today, my awesome guest is Yana Short. Now, Yana has gone through a phenomenal transformation. OK, I saw some pictures on her website of how she looked a couple of years back and how she looks today. And it is a completely different person. So if you're looking to transform yourself, to reach out to your higher self and connect and become that higher person or become that person that you know that is inside you and you just want to bring it out. Yana is definitely one of the people that you guys need to listen to. So Yana Short, she's a, a renowned global influencer in the health and wellness industry. Uh, she's an NLP and RTT practitioner, and I'll let her talk about those uh, letters in a minute. She's a best-selling author, public speaker, and her podcast, Oh My Health, There Is Hope, and, and Best Holistic Life Magazine editor. 
Uh, Yana works creating online global influencers, and we're going to talk about that as well, teaching her clients to not only remove blocks that are holding them back, but how to start the love affair with your potential online clients. And I love the way she says that, the love affair. She's recently been recognized and featured as the cover on the upcoming Los Angeles Entrepreneur Magazine, Monica Garg's Influential Women of the World Global Influencers in 2020, Las Vegas Entrepreneurs Magazine, Top 25 Entrepreneurs for 2020 on that issue, and the cover of December's Best Holistic Life Magazine. Yana is getting the message, the message of hope out into the world in a huge way, changing the world one health expert at a time. She's a global health influencer, a mindset coach. She's been featured as a top influencer all around the country and all different magazines. So without further ado, I want to bring on Yana Short. Hi, hey. Yana. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks so much for being here. I know you're super busy. You know, when we were offline just a few seconds ago, you were sharing about how your 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 magazine has taken off and, and it's just exploding. That must be so exciting. I am. We we just hit 248,000 subscribers for the magazine, and it's just a little over a year old. So I'm very excited about that. Wow, that is fantastic. That's some great success uh, with it just being a little over a year old. So as as your intro and bio says, you're, you're a global influencer. You're a mindset coach. Uh, you talk about health, right? You, you help people also become influencers and so forth. So Let's take a couple of steps back and let's go back to Yana a couple of years back. And, you know, I, I was reading on your website and whatnot, and we discussed this as well several years ago. I don't, know, I don't remember exactly how long, but you weren't doing so well. Your health was, was deteriorating. Yeah, that was nine years ago now in May. And um, I was literally sent home to die after spending um, – uh, over a month in the hospital. I think I was there six weeks and I didn't go in sick. I went in for a little surgical procedure and everything just went wrong. And I came home on my deathbed, but I will tell you, I was an interior designer before that. And so talk about changing. I was 51 years old, an interior designer, and I had to change everything. And when I came home, I literally was given no hope. And I believed that I had no hope because I could see what I looked like in the mirror and that I was slipping away. But I had a brand new grandson. And this is my favorite part of the story and my favorite part of why I do what I do now. But I had this new grandson. He was um, born when I went into the hospital for this little surgery. When I came out and saw him again, he was almost nine weeks old. And I was saying my goodbyes to him. And I remember thinking, he won't have one memory of me. How will he know the simplest things? Like, I don't know how you guys remember your grandparents, but I still to this day remember how my grandmother smelled. I remember the cookies that she would make. And like, you always got to eat anything you wanted at grandma's house, right? And he would not have one memory. And so this whole journey for me was to create a memory. I wanted to leave him with something that he could have of mine, a memory. And that is actually where this whole journey started off for me. And I realized I had no reason. I'm, I'm not supposed to be here. Nothing's changed. My diagnosis has not changed. I didn't miraculously grow a stomach back. But my mindset didn't look at death anymore. It was looking at creating those beautiful memories in the moment. 
And I realized how powerful our minds were and what the possibilities were when we tapped into that. And it all became about mindset and helping others reach their potential in whatever circumstances they're in right now. Absolutely. You know, I, I have um, I have a real estate coaching client that uh, he said something very uh, just blew my mind. He goes, the mind that creates the problem or that focus on, focuses on the problem cannot be the same mind that focuses on the solution. You, you have to change. <laughs> Right. Right. So, so you you were you were with your grandchild, with your new new grandson, and, and you realized that, you know, this could be the end. So what steps did you start doing? How did you start realizing that, okay, I need to take control back of my life? What were some of the you know profound moments or, or, or turning points for you? And how did you go about uh, making that change? So I'm surrounded in my home by doctors. Two of my daughters were in med school. My husband is a doctor. My sister is a critical care nurse that flies on helicopters and picks people up in oh, wow. accidents. Like we, all we knew was pharmaceuticals and you know Western medicine, and they all could not help me. And I, I was an interior designer. I knew nothing about social media. I had a team of people who handled that. I worked in my design zone. That was it. And I got on my computer. And I typed in the words, desperate for health answers, holistic options, and a whole world opened up to me. Where else ever in a space and time are we able to type something into a keyboard, into our phone, and literally extend our reach across the world and get answers? Like it was, it was a beautiful time for me. I will say the reason I got into this was because not only were those amazing answers out there, but so were a lot of other people that were saying they were naturopaths or homeopaths and they had the answer for me. And honestly, they had no answer for me and they really weren't trained in the areas they were saying they were trained in. So it's kind of like the wild, wild west on social media or out in the, the internet. So you have to put on your thinking cap and be smart. Having said that, here I sit nine years later, right? In the same diagnosis I had before. And I, I tell people all the time that I, I'm gonna add a little travel into this talk call because I know this is exactly what you do, but I have climbed Machu Picchu in the last nine years. I went on an African safari. I climbed um, glaciers in Patagonia. I did a 200 mile relay race with my daughter um, down the coast of California. So all of those amazing things happen in my diagnosis. So there's possibilities and hope for everybody. That's amazing. That is, that's, that's truly amazing. So it was, it was your, you really took that mindset of instead of focusing on disease and sickness and, and, and the end, and you kind of, reshifted and refocused it on the, on the mindset of let's look at solutions let's find solutions let's look at what can we do to extend life right absolutely that is exactly what i did and i wanted to i i wasn't thinking about being here nine years later i was thinking about being in that moment right my whole goal was to create a memory with my grandson I promise you, I know you've all heard this, but on your deathbed, you are not going to say, oh, I wish I cleared off my desk. I wish I'd have done more work. I wish I'd have had more clients. Honestly, <laughs> what you're going to be wishing for is those beautiful moments with the people that you love. And I realized at that moment that I was in that rat race, like working, 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 you know, onto the next client, building and creating. 
And I do the same thing now, but I do it in my, my zone, my beautiful zone of purpose. And it doesn't feel like work at all. <laughs> it actually, I jump up every morning so excited to get up and what's going on next. Who am I going to meet? What stories am I going to hear? So it's, it did not start where I thought I was going to live because I was told I wouldn't by some pretty amazing doctors. It, it was my mindset saying in this moment, what am I going to do to create a memory? Who can I touch? Who can I reach out to? And what can I take with me? Because I personally believe we take those beautiful memories that we create with us. And so how many more can I take with me? So I've literally been stringing memory to memory to memory over the last nine years that I don't know if I have another nine or 90 years, right? I just care about what is going on in this moment. Absolutely. That's that's beautiful. Uh, we have uh, someone saying here, Dixie Short, she's saying, there's always hope where the mind goes, the body will follow. That's so true. So that's Dr. D. Hi, Dr. D. <laughs> <laughs> so you know Dr. D? Who's Dr. D? That's my daughter. So that's part of my story. My two daughters literally got into, um, went to med school and they got out. They wanted to become doctors of natural medicine. So both of them are DNMs now with PhDs and I am so proud of them. And this all happened as part of that journey. So that ripple effect that goes out into the world is amazing. That's fantastic. That is that is absolutely fantastic. You know, just on a side note, I also studied uh, naturopathic medicine when I was living in Israel for, for several years. So you were talking about naturopaths. And, and it's true how there's so much information out there today at our fingertips, but there's also a lot of um, uncontested, incorrect information out there. So you really have to be careful at who you're listening to, who you're following, what information you're gathering. And, and, you know, I find it a lot of times people get the wrong information. They start working with that and then they get frustrated. And, they, and, and, and it's just more of a, you know, a, a, another obstacle that's put in front of them to achieve their goal. And, and uh, you know, for those of you listening out there, you know, Make sure you're, you're talking to the right people and you're getting the right information. It's, it's very important. Um, so, so you went out there, you started Googling, you knew you wanted to make memories. And, you know, my wife and I, we're kind of, we're, we're in that same mindset as well. It's, it's all about creating memories. You know, we're here today. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Let's create those memories today. And this is one of the reasons why I've created the show and, and why I go out there and I mentor people as well so that I can show them how to build a, a business that will revolve around their lifestyle, right? So many people out there, they're working and working and working and, and going through the motions, taking those two weeks off and stressing about those two weeks and not having enough time to create these wonderful memories with their friends and family. So what, what was the process after you started Googling and you got that information um, did you go in and did you study it on your own? Did, did you have a mentor or a coach or someone that helped you in the health industry? What was the process that you went with? Well, honestly, I have a lot of coaches because I believe it takes a village <laughs> to, to be there, right? And to keep yourself in, in you know, a really good place, it, it takes more than just yourself. So I had a lot of coaches, but I did find I found a product that I'm not going to talk about because I don't want to talk ever products when I'm online. I like to hear stories and I want to listen to other stories, but I found something that gave me more time, right, to learn more. 
And I realized, um, I don't know how many of you guys have experienced trying to help somebody and they just say, that won't work for me. That won't work for me. I, I'm, I'm, that is just not going to work for me. I've heard that before. And the minute they're saying that, yeah, of course it's not going to work for you because you're not open to receiving anything at that point. So I get that. So I literally opened my mind to receiving whatever was out there. Meaning if someone told me to go buy chickens, let them run in my yard and then take their fresh morning poo and rub it all over my face. And that was going to extend my time here to make more memories. I'd have done it. <laughs> and I would have totally thought, well, maybe it'll work. So I definitely tried multiple things with receiving that it's going to work for me. So I put myself already in the mindset that I was going to be healthy. I was going to be well, and I was going to thrive. And that is the mindset I took with me with everything I tried. So did it have a little bit of a placebo effect? I believe it does. <laughs> when you do it, was it really the product? I think the product had a lot to do with it. But if my mindset wasn't ready to receive that healing or change, I don't think that that would have happened for me. I think we lost him. And I might be the only one here. <laughs> Well, welcome to the Traveling Investor Show live. Things like this happen and what do we do? We pivot, right? We pivot and we make changes. So we're gonna see if, if we get anyone back on or if it's just you and me right now. <laughs> I, I honestly believe that everything happens for a reason. We were just talking about you and you were here. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm now the host of the show and hey, things happen in the real world and you just pivot. <laughs> that's it right you just you just yeah. pivot you know my internet suddenly died and so i had to now log on to my phone and just you know do whatever it takes right you just gotta learn how to pivot take everything with a grain of salt i i love it <laughs> <laughs> so so where were we so so we you were saying that that it takes a village right yeah. <laughs> it definitely <laughs> takes a village you know we were talking earlier about creating influencers. And this whole reason, this is the exact reason why I wanted to create global influencers, because it is like the wild, wild west on, on social media. And you go on, and here's the thing, when we're sick and we're scared, we're at our most vulnerablest. We're, we're like, we're scared, we're desperate. And unfortunately, there are people out there that will take advantage of that. And so when you go online, that by the way, that's your responsibility to not be taken advantage of. So I don't want us putting it on other people. But when you go out there, I wanted to give the real experts, I wanted to put a light on them. The people who really connected with their clients, they were passionate about seeing them get healthy and being there throughout that journey with them. And that were really educated in the fields that they were saying they were educated in. How do I get to shine a light on them? So I started the podcast after my book, sharing their stories, introducing them. We are just getting ready to hit 200,000 subscribers on the podcast. So I'm super excited about that. But how do you get their stories out? So that's why the magazine came out. How do I put their face in front of people more and draw people to them? Because you get lost on social media. And so that's why it was so important for me to extend what I knew as an influencer, as a global influencer, and create other global influencers that were really geniuses in their field, but were driven by their passion and their purpose. So how do you create global influencers? 
Well, I work with them a lot first because you have to really show up as your authentic self. So there are mentors that I have that I absolutely love, but I don't want to be them, right? I want to be me and my space. Sometimes that's really hard to separate when you're growing at the very beginning because you see that they're doing so well. And well, if I do that too, but that's not authentically you. So if you can say, stay in your authentic space and understand that that is exactly what the people that you are going to reach out to are looking for, it really helps. And also for all of you who are putting ads up <laughs> and it's a beautiful graphic and you paid someone a ton of money to work on it and you're putting money behind it to push it through social media platforms. If you haven't added a video or some personality to it, it's probably going to go on deaf ears because I'm not giving you my money. I don't know who you are. I have not built any trust or rapport with you. And so why am I going to give you, I don't know, a thousand dollars to cure me of whatever. And so you need to like really start reaching through the screen here, like you're doing with this beautiful show. You need to start reaching through the screen and saying, hello, I am extending your personality, getting to know them, starting to build a bond and a relationship with them. I do regular retreats. And when I go to the retreat and I meet people that have been following me and supporting me, they're like, oh my gosh, I feel like I already know you so well. But it's because I'm showing up in real life, right? Letting them know all the crazy things going on in the world and they connect with that. So if you really want to be a social media um, global influencer in whatever field you're in, you've got to start showing up and start building those, those bonds and rapport with the people that you're connecting with. Because would you give somebody $1,000 you've never met? for a product or a, a thought or a plan to do something and uh, think they're going to show up and do it for you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You have to build rapport, right? Yeah. You know, we all, you know, in the, in the real estate investing or in any investing world, we say people will invest with you for three reasons. They got to know you, like you and trust you. So first you got, they got to get to know you. They got to get to know who you are. And then once they know who you are, they got to like you. <laughs> And if they like you, then they got to build your trust so that they can invest with you. That is 100% true. And if you are not doing that in an ad, I'm telling you. <laughs> right, exactly. And it takes a long time to, to build up that trust. Yes. And, and Dr. D says trust is everything. Absolutely. Right. Especially in the, in the healing world, right? You must connect with that person because you're, 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 you're looking to heal them on many different levels and you have to connect with them, with their suffering, with their growth, with, with who they were. So it's, it's, uh, it's incredibly important to do that. Um, oh, I just, I had a question. I, I just lost it. So um, um, let me just think. So you were saying about um, the influencers. So let me ask you when, when with influencers and you're posting and you're doing videos, I, we see a lot of, of influencers be in different, you know, niches, the health, investing, whatever. But everybody always just talks about the positive side of, of what they're doing, never of the struggles, of the failures, of the stresses. Do you think it's important to show both sides or just focus on that positive or on that? Hey, you know, anybody can do it. It's great. Come on, let me show you how to do it. And all is wonderful. Well, I'm going to explain that to you in a really easy way. So everybody knows who Superman is, right? Superman's amazing. But when they first created Superman, he was not amazing and no one liked him and they couldn't sell the comic books. He just was a nothing. And people could not relate to him. The minute they introduced Kryptonite 
and he had a weakness, he became the underdog and people wanted to fight for him. You have to show up in your authentic self. That doesn't mean you want to live in a negative space. But if you had a bad day, you go on like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm really glad you guys are all here. I had an awful day and I could just use some love back, right? And flip it around. So you don't want to live in that negative space. Um, you definitely want to show your kryptonite because you become relatable to people. That's why I always ask, what's your story? Because I know that it was something that you struggled with that might've been dark or hurtful that led you to this beautiful space that you're in now. The other thing I wanna say is I don't believe there is any such thing as failure ever. I've really never believed that. I always believe it's feedback. And sometimes you get a lot of feedback that you are not wanting when you're moving forward. But if you can use that feedback, Thomas Edison, how many times he tried to build a, or create the light bulb like 999 times? And he's like, I didn't fail that many times. That's how many steps it took me to get to it. And so sometimes that feedback isn't an obstacle. It's just showing you where you, your direction It's more like a directional light, right? Detour. And so if you look at those things and you lean into it instead of it's an obstacle, it keeps happening, what is going on? And you're in that negative space. It's like the the person in the negative space or the trying to figure out the solution to the problem, it just can't happen because you can't get into the right space to do that. So I do not believe there is anything as a failure at all. Like if I, I don't know, there's just, if I said the F word right now, it probably wasn't a failure. I need to learn some feedback <laughs> on how to get things, you know, going out of my mouth correctly. But I don't think of anything ever, ever as a failure. That's that's absolutely. I, I tend to agree with you 100% on that. You know, I, I like to say that the road to success is paved with failure. You, you, you have to figure out what doesn't work so you can figure out what works. Our <laughs> say that again. Are paved with feedback. <laughs> uh, feedback. There you go. Paved with feedback. That's right. Yeah, I, I remember years ago, Michael Jordan. Uh, Nike put out this commercial with with from, with Michael Jordan, and it shows him in his limousine pulling up to the stadium before a game. And the narrative in the background is is in his voice, you know, saying, "I I missed nine thousand free throws. I was fouled out twenty seven thousand times. I missed you know ten thousand three point shots. But that's why I'm Michael Jordan." Because if you never take that risk, if you never take that chance, and if you and if you miss one shot and you stop. Well, you know, that's it. You just quit. Game's over, right? You can never take um, feedback or failure, whatever you want to call it, as the reason why you should stop moving towards your goals. Um, how important is it for you and for the people that you work with to set goals? And do you work with them on goals? I do. I think it's really important for everyone to set goals. Um, and the way I do it isn't this order. Personal health goals for yourself. Like, what do you want to see your health and wellness journey to look like? You set relationship goals. And that doesn't mean just with your spouse or your significant other. What kind of relationship do you want to have with your children, with you know, with your business partners, with your community? And so I also have them set goals on that. And the very last thing are business goals, because if I learn nothing from being sick, is that that is the very last thing I want to put time into. And so the very last thing are what are my business goals? Because if your health is in alignment and your relationships are in alignment, I promise you everything else is going to be a walk in the park. That's that's so true. You know, it, it's they, they always say if you don't have health, you don't have anything, right? And it's it's not mm -hmm. just it's not just physical health, right? It's the mental health, it's the spiritual health, relationship health, right? It all has to be healthy. It has to be a holistic 
picture, right? We have to take care of, of ourselves in a whole way, not just dissecting the parts, right? Um, so I think it's really important that you prioritize what is important in your life. And if your health isn't the number one thing, if you break, you're not going anywhere. So you have to put that time into yourself. So I'm hoping everyone hears that, that self-care is the number one most important thing to do. No, absolutely. You know, and 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 people, you know, tend to look at self-care as as egotistical, as self-centered, as well, as I'm just focusing on myself. But it's not that. It's it's we have to take care of ourselves first so that a, we can take care of other people, you know, uh, on the, you know, on, on every flight that you get on, what's the, th what's the one thing that they tell you in case of an emergency, these bags, these, these masks are going to fall down. What do they say to do first? Take care of yourself first. Cause if I pass out, I can't help my kid or the person sitting next to me. So I got to take care of myself. I have to be healthy. If I'm sick, I can't take care of my children. I can't take care of my family and I can't take care of my friends. And, and it just grows and grows and grows. So it's very important to take care of ourselves first. And you know, it took me a long time to realize that, you know, being younger and whatnot, it was, it was always um, running after the money. The money was the goal, right? It wasn't me. It wasn't my family. It, was, it wasn't anything. It was going after the dollars. And then when my father passed away, I was very young. I was 25 years old when he passed away. That kind of shook my world. I didn't really understand what life was all about because I, you know, it was just about money. And when my father passed away, I realized that's not what's the story here. You know, it's not about money. Um, Dr. D says, self-care is not selfish. It directly determines how much you can give back to others. Something from nothing is nothing. Absolutely. You got some wise children there. That's very nice. That's very. That's great. Um, so, what? Let's let's talk. Let's talk. You know, steps. If there are people out there, you know, let's look at it from from two angles, right? If there are people out there that want to start take gaining control of their lives, getting healthier, what would you say would be some of the first steps for them to to go on so that they can start seeing some changes or improvements or you know what would be your suggestion for them? I feel like if everybody understood the power of your mind and mindset, every single thing that happens in your life is going to start through mindset. So an, another easy example for how that works is, have you ever heard of a million people going on, let's just use a keto diet. And there's a whole bunch of people who've dropped tons of weight and they can't stop raving about it. Other people go on it and they gain weight. And other people go, like I went on a keto diet, I lost my hair, it was falling out. So it's not for everybody, right? But when they ask me, well, what diet will work for me? I really want to lose weight. What will work for me? Anything. You could go on the eat all the cake you want diet and it will work for you if you are, your mindset is to lose weight. And once we trigger that in our minds, what we want, it happens. So one of the things that I do is I have notes everywhere. I have little messages. In the morning when I wake up, they're on my mirror. They're, they're on the computer screen. They're everywhere. And subliminally, my brain is seeing those, right? It's already creating that beautiful roadmap for where I want to go. So if you start making that roadmap, your brain has no choice but to follow it. It doesn't create things. It's like the computer and you're like, oh, my computer's not working. The computer only does what you put into it. It doesn't do it on its own. So it's the same with the mind. You want to create some sort of mindset path to where you want to be and start following it. That doesn't mean 
things aren't going to happen. You're not going to run into a block. You're going to have to pivot. It just means that you're taking the right steps in the right direction, right? And you will get there. So I definitely feel like mindset is the key to everything, which is why I all of a sudden got into NLP and to RTT because I understood that if we could tap into the power of our minds and use them for good, <laughs> amazing things could start happening for us. So tell us a little bit more about the NLP and the RTT, but Dr. D has a question for you here. What is one thing you've learned from your experts that has personally changed your life? Ooh, that's a good one because I've worked with some pretty incredible people. Um, you know what I've learned from my experts? I meet them and I'm like, why are they working with me? They're amazing, right? They're all phenomenal in their field. They're already giants. And I realize they don't see themselves as that way. Like they are so humble and they do not see themselves as giants in their field. And so when I start peeling back those layers and they start recognizing that the, the power that they have in their education and the ability that they have to create change in that ripple effect, that has been like the most ex amazing experience. Now I see them, they're on covers of magazines, they're like on radio shows, they're everywhere. Every time I see them, I'm like, that's my girl, that's my guy, right? They're doing it. So that's been the most powerful thing for me. That's great. Yeah, the, the being humble, right? Understanding that, you know, it's, it's a process. Everybody can go through that same process. You want to, would, would you like, would you mind sharing some of your notes that you leave all around for yourself? So people know what kind of notes to leave. Cause you know, it, it, it's, it, and I agree, you know, people, we should have little motivational quotes and things. What are some of the notes that you have for yourself? So for me, my notes are one of my favorite is that I'm enough because I hear people all the time say, I can't do this until this. I have to have more of that. If I just had this, I could crush it. And the truth of the matter is you have everything that you need to be successful already inside of you. So don't let any of those what ifs be out there. So I have I am enough everywhere. As a matter of fact, on the cover entrepreneur magazine, I have it on my hands that it's like I'm standing like this with it across my hand, because I want to remind myself that I am enough in my space right now to make whatever I want to make happen happen. So that is one of my favorites. Today, I'm going to tell you guys all a little secret. Today, mine was happy 60th birthday because I just turned 60 today. Hey. And I don't think I would be here to live this long. And I I'm celebrating. I tell people all the time, 50s was the best decade of my life. I cannot wait to see what my 60s hold. So I, I am not sad in the age change. I have been celebrating it. I have notes all over the house. For me. Like That's you fantastic. That's fantastic. You look fantastic. Who knew you were 60? Wow, that is fantastic. That's great. You know, and, and, and that's kind of your, your, your testimonial right there, right? 60, looking great, feeling great, having energy, right? Who wants some of this? <laughs> and it's available to you. <laughs> it's available to you, right? All you got to do is have the right mindset, right? For sure. So, you know, having the right mindset, always thinking of, of where you want to be and whatnot. You know, people are human, right? We're all human. We have good days and bad days, you know, and, and, you know, maybe you have some bad days as well, right? Where, you know, your mind just kind of slips into that dark space. 
what are some of the things that you can that you do and and listeners do that can bring them back out of that and kind of shake them up and put them back in line? So it's totally okay to have bad times, right? You just don't want to live in that space. So I've I've literally had because I've gotten so large on social media, I've had haters come out and go after me, right? And I my husband's come home and found me in our closet crying on the floor. And he's like, have your moment and then get over it. And it's what I do. I have that moment. You have you can feel sad, you can feel disappointment in yourself, you can feel anger. You just don't want to live in that space. You want you want to process it and flip that switch and move on past it. Like, what am I, what am I taking from this? And so I've learned a lot from every single down moment I have had. And on this journey of getting well, I literally, in those nine years, I've had to have a double mastectomy, a hysterectomy. After I had the double mastectomy, I got a lump, <laughs> which was so weird, and had to have go in and have that removed. I had a surgery every single three months for two years, I had a stroke. So I had a problem with my speech. So even now I'm doing podcasts, I'm speaking everywhere, but my brain will sometimes get twisted and the words just don't come out correctly. But I still do it. I did not let those, I was sad when it happened. And I'm like, why does this keep happening? Like I do all those normal feelings, but then I get out of it. I, I don't live in that space. I definitely move through it. That's great. Yeah, absolutely. You can never, you can't live in it. Uh, you know, one of my, when I traveled in India and I was in many ashrams and whatnot. Uh, so one of the, uh, one of the teachers there taught us that thoughts and feelings and your mind and everything, they're like clouds, right? What do clouds do? They come, they dump the rain on you and then they leave, you know? So eventually you're going to dry up again. You're not going to stay wet. And that's kind of like like thoughts and, and negativity. So it'll come into your mind. It'll dump on you. The thought and, and, and the source of that negativity will probably go away. So it's up to us to dry ourselves off and to shake it all off and to say, okay, that was that. Now let's move on. Let's not stay in there. So, yeah, that's, 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 uh, that's fantastic. You know, you, you've gone through so much. Your, positive, your energy levels are up there. You know, what what – Besides what you shared with us, give us some some more secrets to fulfilling, you know, or or attaining our higher self or finding our higher selves. I definitely think self-love is huge. Like you have to love yourself before you invite someone else in to love you. And one of the other things that I am huge on is I hear other people waiting for you to say, oh, my gosh, you're doing so well. Oh, my goodness, you're rocking it. Why are you not giving yourself that that boost? Why are you not telling yourself you're killing it? You're crushing this job. You are doing amazing. Why do we have to wait for somebody else to validate us when really the only opinion that should matter is yours of what who you are and what you're doing? Nobody else's opinion should matter. That's true. Absolutely. That's fantastic. That is so true. You know, it's funny because my wife always asks me, she goes, so what do you do to reward yourself? Because when you sold on a property, when you sold a property, when you bought one, right? When you've given out distributions to your investors and you hit your goal, what do you do to reward yourself? And, you know, here I go, you know, I said, I don't really know. She goes, well, don't you think you need to be rewarded? You provide everybody else with such a, with a great life, great opportunities and great things. You deserve to be rewarded for everything that you do. And it kind of puts, a, you know, a light on me saying, you know what? I, I do deserve it. And when you, when you, 
take care of yourself and you reward yourself and you you do things and you love yourself, the passion, the desire, the energy gets increased inside. And then there's, you know, you have to funnel it back out into the universe and into the people that you uh, are, are dealing with and attracting towards and, and moving. And it's just a, it's like a domino effect. You have a very wise wife. And that is, again, one of the things I talk about all the time is that you do have to reward yourself. You have to celebrate the wins on your journey. And when I tell them, like, for me, getting out of bed, that was a win. <laughs> when I was sick, if I got up, even if it was to just throw my legs over to the side of the bed and sit, I won, right? It was a win for me. And so I celebrated those little wins. And so I celebrate all those little accomplishments on that journey to the bigger goals because your goals are not a destination, right? It's a journey. And as you get there, they just get bigger. You don't get there like, oh, what do I do now? I, I hit it. I, I graduated and got my PhD. Now what do I do? You have to keep expanding yourself out into the universe. There is so much abundance out there and growing and growing. So you're never going to get to those goals, right? You're going to just blow past them onto more. That's right. It's it's so true. You know, the goal is, is not... Is not what we want, right? People think, oh, oh, the goal. That's the, I, I want to reach my goal. I want to make a million dollars. I want to do this. I want, it's the goal. When I was traveling, I learned very early in my travels that it wasn't the destination that was going to give me the, 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 the feeling of uh, fulfillment or, or the excitement. It was the journey. It was the people that I met along the way, the experiences I've had, the places I've seen. You know, for many years, I, I always wanted to go to the Himalayan mountains in India. Okay, it was one of my dreams. And then when I was in India, I found myself on a bus, on an 18-hour bus ride, going to the mountains. And it didn't click in my head because I never looked at the map when I was in India. It didn't click in my head that those mountains were the Himalayan mountains. So 18 hours later, I'm getting off at this hilltop station in the middle of the mountain range. And I'm looking around and I asked the guy next to me, I go, excuse me, sir, what's the name of that mountain? And he looked at me and he goes, you don't know? I said, no, because this is the Himalayan mountains. I said, oh my God, I actually achieved my goal. I was like, wow, how did that happen? But I said, okay, now I'm here. Now what, right? It's beautiful. I see the, you know, I'm on top of the world. You see everything, but now what? And then I reflected back on the journey, on the bus ride, on the way there, on people that I've met, on, on, on the, the life journey that brought me to that one point. And I realized it's not the destination that fulfills us, but it's the people that we become and the experiences that we have along the way that really influence us and make us who we are. So, you know, it, it's, it's important to, and I teach that to my kids as well, focus on, on being here and now. And, and I think you mentioned it in the beginning. Focus on the present, right? Making memories today, not worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow. But how do people that have to pay bills and struggle not worry about that? Not, you know, a lot of times having your mortgage payment and your bills and you know that they're coming due at the end of the month it takes you out of the focus of being now. So how do you maintain that focus? How do you maintain that presence of the here and now? Honestly, that's so easy for me because I understand that the only thing I can control is the here and now. 
I cannot control what's going on to happen in the future. And I cannot change anything that's happened in the past. The only gift that I have to create right now in is the right now. And I, I have one child who stresses about everything. 99.9% .9 of the things that she spends hours stressing over never happen. <laughs> They just don't. And so why why waste that energy, that beautiful energy on that moment? I'm not saying go around like, oh, everything's fine. You definitely have to prepare. You can't just go on a spending splurge and then your bills are doing like, well, I, I was in the moment having fun and it was raining money at the, sh at the shoe store. <laughs> so you can't live like that. I, I mean, you have to have intent as you're moving forward, but you only have control of the right here right now you cannot change the, what you've done in the past you can make amends for it you can move things on into a different way but you can't make any changes to that and you are not going to be able to control the future because you have no idea what's going to happen so That's i true. focus literally on the here and now because and honestly i've always been like i'm i should knock on wood but I, it's always ended up very beautiful for me i've always been well provided for focusing on the here and now with intent and focus so I, I feel like if I start worrying too much about the future, it's a lot of worry that may not even happen. And it wasted this beautiful moment of time right now with worry about something that may never happen. That's so true. That's so true. That's great advice. That's great advice. So um, are you still in are you still in the coaching business? Are you taking on clients? Do you work with people? I, I have some clients that I'm finishing up with, um, but I'm not taking on any new clients this year because I'm focusing on my book and the magazine and the podcast and the speaking appointments. So I'm not taking on new clients, but I do have some old clients I still work with. <laughs> Tell us more about this book. What's, what's the book about? So my book is about creating a ripple effect. And I want everyone to know that our words, our, our actions, Everything we do has an Im immense ripple effect. And when I talk about global influencers, I'm telling you, you're already an influencer. If you have children, you're influencing your children. If you're in a relationship, you're throwing some influence into that relationship. If you're working, you're, you're influencing coworkers. Everything you do and say creates a ripple effect around you. And what you want that ripple effect to look like is completely up to you. So I can tell you in my younger years, raising four children, I lost my temper a lot <laughs> and I look back and I'm like, what did that change? Right? The only thing it did change was maybe my relationship with my kids. And I had to understand like what's really important. And I can tell you, if you asked any of my kids, I'm a totally different person now than I was then because I understood how that ripple effect goes. Right. And I see them sometimes losing their views thinking they probably learned that from me. <laughs> So definitely you are an influencer now. So I want you to be aware of everything you say and do and the people that are around you because you may not see what happens with those actions, but I promise you somewhere down the line, it's taking, it's taking a life of its own. And so I want to see all of us putting out this immense, beautiful ripple effect of hope and love into the world. And that's what we're going to be leaving for future generations. That's beautiful. That's a great book. I look forward to reading it. When is it coming out? I probably won't be finished with it till the end of the year. So early next year, it'll, it'll be my third book. And it, I'll be really honest. It's the first one I've had to do all on my own before. It, it's hard writing a book. <laughs> and I collaborated with some pretty incredible writers. And we just all put in our little short stories. But this one is all on me. And it's a lot of work. So for all of you who've written books, you are awesome because it is hard work. 
That's fantastic. Well, Yana, you know, it, time flies when you're having fun and, and the information that you shared and the transformation that you went through. And, you know, obviously, you know, we, you know, the, your, your, your daughter, Dr. D here and your, your, your children are doing phenomenal. So thank you for being on the show. Um, do you have any last words for, for our listeners? Um, no, everyone can, if they, if they want to go to my website, JanetShort.com, they can grab a free um, video series, but they can also grab a free copy of the magazine, which is filled with incredible articles, recipes from Dr. D. And so you can go and, and connect with me there if you like. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Your, your words of wisdom are, are going to ring, you know, for a long time. Um, and, and thank you so much for being here. Thank you for, for your success and what you do to help people uh, achieve their goals and become better people and, and live life on their terms and, and be happy about it. So thank you so much for doing that. I really appreciate that. And thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to, to share with us uh, your story. Thank you for having me. Sure. And uh, Travelers, uh, it's been awesome. We're going to be here again next week. April 29th with Stephanie Walker. She's a real estate investor. We're going to talk about different ways to invest. And thank you so much, Yana, for your and happy birthday as well. That's right. Um, we're, and, for, don't, and remember, guys, I've got my $7 perfect money raising system that shows you how I raise millions of dollars by using other people's money. Um, and my buy one, get one free group coaching. And starting May 3rd, I'm starting my six-week master class to teach you how to buy apartment complexes so that you can go out, create passive cash flow so that you can live life on your terms. So stay tuned next week, same time, same station, somewhere on Spaceship Earth. I'm Nitsan Mosey, the traveling investor. Have a wonderful week. Be well, stay safe.